Hi, welcome to the fifth episode of Saturday Soup for the Sister's Soul. Our purpose here is to soothe, heal, inspire, nurture and elevate. Thank you for joining us. This week we're joined by the wonderful Shanine Mooney and I'm going to ask Shanine to introduce herself to you in a moment. Today we're going to be talking about soulful purpose. So sit back, relax and enjoy a bowl of Saturday soup for the sister's soul. Hi, Shanine. How are you doing? I'm really well, thank you. Um, thank you for inviting me to join you in the podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. So I wondered if you would introduce yourself to our listeners. Um, yeah, sure. So my name's Shanine Mooney. I um, live in Leeds and... One of the reasons why Sherry asked me to come on the podcast was to talk about my understanding of finding soul purpose. And one of the things that I like to do in my life is just explore the mind and the heart and the soul and how it works and how life works and to just make the most of this experience of being alive. So I'd love it if the two of us could talk a little bit about that today and kind of share some of that understanding with your listeners. Lovely. I'm smiling as I'm listening to you because um, I am remembering that, you know, the thing about the this Saturday Soup for the Sisters Soul is it's about soul sisters on their soul journey and exploring that on, on so many levels. And I'm smiling because I just know that that's, that's who you are yeah (laughs) yeah it is (laughs) I feel all um like all warm and excited about this conversation (laughs) me too sorry go on no I'm thinking about you know like one of the beautiful things about social media these connections that we make right yeah that you just find your tribe in some ways or something like that yeah. Sounds like a cliche, doesn't it? But I know, I know, I know, I know. It's a soul vibe. It's one of those things. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And um, so, <clears throat> yeah. Sorry, go on. <laughs> soul purpose. Soul yeah. Purpose. yeah. So I'm I'm excited to talk about this because I'm still figuring it out for myself. To be honest, it's mm-hmm. something that came to me fairly recently as. Uh, an understanding I guess about how I can serve in the world and how I can be of use in the world and um, it was it was just a thought that came to mind that one of the ways that I can help and serve and support is by reminding people that they're free and loved and when that thought came to me and I really felt it and it felt like something spiritual it felt like something that 
I just knew in my heart was right for me as an individual. It was something that I knew that I could do, that I had the insight to do that and that I had the courage to be able to show up in that way of being able to really see people and of being able to really, really, really remind them of their natural freedom and of their natural ability to love and be loved without them mm-hmm. without them needing to do anything or get mm-hmm. anywhere or try to become anything other than who they are and what they are mm-hmm. and i just i just knew it and i just felt it as my individual soul purpose and once i realized that i could show up and serve and support in that way i felt like life just felt really easy I just felt like there was no no pressure, no stress on me to do anything else other than that. And it just felt right. It just felt right for me. It just felt like how I wanted to be and who I wanted to be and how I wanted to live my life and support others in, in living theirs. And so all I know about soul purpose is that really, just just that experience and I I understand it as being a sole purpose for me. How did you come to that place? What was the journey? Can you share some of that? Uh, Yeah, so I think the journey for me has been through looking within the mind and really taking the time and having the desire to want to understand my mind and how it worked. And Mm. I think it was just getting clear on how I could see beyond the, the physical form of life and what I could see beyond the physical form of life I could use to help support me in life. Mm -hmm. And, and so I think, my journey has really been about understanding the mind and then Mm -hmm. finding a way of using that understanding to help others and to support others in their life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I'm noticing as you're talking is that it is the process that you go through to be present with yourself and then and then there's something to offer then there's something to almost like if you can show up for yourself you can show up for anybody else yeah yeah that's it that's really it in essence because i think once once i realized that i could be present with myself and that I could feel comfortable in that space of of being present with myself and with my body and with my emotions Mm. and and um with my mind in whatever state it happens to be in at the time I just knew that I could be be with other people as well I could just be in that state of presence with people around me and with whoever showed up in my life because I, I just learn through experience and I don't think it's I, and I don't think it's anything that I could ever 
tell people how to do because I think it's just a natural process of growth and of learning but I think through through that experience of being present with myself I was I was then able to just realize that it was possible to just be myself with other people and that's actually the, the best way that I can show up because there's no there's kind of no attachment to needing to be anything else Mm-hmm. And it's just very, it's just very liberating and just very freeing. Mm-hmm. So a couple of things popping off in my mind. Okay. One is that there's no need, no need for us to be anything else. But also we're not caught up in the story of needing to be seen as being something else or someone else. Yeah. And I am noticing that we can invest a lot of energy in portraying ourselves to be something else mm-hmm. you know um for, for whatever reason so that that's one of the things that's in my mind Ooh, okay and then the other thing as well you said um and i agree that we can't we can't tell people how to do this thing And yet somehow we can remind people yeah. that they can do this thing. Yeah. I guess one of the ways I do that is to remind people that when they were born, that their, their way of learning was through observation and sense feeling. Because mm-hmm. that's that's all that we had, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And when we go through the educational process and socializing and conditioning processes, we kind of, it's almost like, almost like we're born with full on broadband at like super fast lightning speed. Yeah. 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 It's just <laughs> And then that. we go to school and college, you know, and if, if we're not careful, we'll end up on dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the connection just becomes so, so yeah. thin and non-existent almost yeah and yeah absolutely and I think in that process there can be a detachment from that sensory experience and from Mm -hmm. our natural instincts and from our Mm -hmm. natural just our natural intuition um and that sensory experience of being a human being and of being alive and how things feel and you know, we can lose sight of all of that in in yes. the conditioning. Yes. Um, and lose touch yes. with our bodies. And I personally think that that's where a lot of illness can originate in that detachment yeah. from being present with our bodies and being conscious yeah. of our bodies and how things feel and mm. how we feel in, in life, in our environment. Like, there's... There's all of that that can get lost in trying to be somebody else or trying to be who we think we need to be in order to fit in. But yeah, that's lovely. I love um, your description of how before conditioning, before being socialised and before going through the education system, there is just this natural sensory um, experience of we're just alive and we just respond to our environment just really naturally 
Yes. And um, yeah. and for me, this kind of journey of being present with myself is actually coming back to that state of just mm-hmm. being present with the environment as it is and then just naturally mm-hmm. responding to how things are at the time without really feeding too much into how my mind perceives it or what my mind yeah. might think is is happening at that time it's more just about being in that sense of natural instinct and natural intuition and just trusting that uh-huh. like the mind can support us in that as well mm-hmm. but I think mm-hmm. but I think that there's a deeper sense of just being present with yourself yeah Everything that you're saying is, I feel aligned to the work that I do. And one of the things about addiction is that it takes people away from their natural, yeah, I would say present connection to their their body. And the signals that the body sends the mind misinterprets and people stay then in in whatever habit loop they've gotten into Mm -hmm. and I I think there is all I think seems like such a rubbish phrase but from my experience I'd say that the reconnection with the body the tuning back into the vehicle that we've got to live this life oh there's great medicine in this such great so much it's um it it brings me to tears at times Mm -hmm. just feeling safe and at home within my body um when for so long I hadn't felt that way it's it's Mm -hmm. it's raising emotion in me now actually like you know it is it's it's such a, a wonderful, comfortable place to be and to know that this will always be home. Wow. So powerful. It is. Oh, I feel emotional, Sherry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because you're 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 in that, you're touching that safety and homeliness of and the wonder of that. And when you say that that wasn't always the case and now it is like that's huge isn't it yeah like safety is our first first condition you know for thriving like safety is the first condition so feeling at home and safe in your body is like wow it's huge I think it's the starting point of everything because because at that point of feeling safe and Mm. of feeling at home within our bodies we can then freely Mm. dream and um you know freely create and kind of know that our safety is always with us in that experience of dreaming and creating and of sharing our thoughts and our feelings that there's still this grounding of safety within us always and that's permanent like that never leaves us I think it's tremendous what you're saying thank you and that that around you 
other people will pick up on that. Yeah. And because you feel safe in your skin, people can show up almost in any way Mm -hmm. and you remain safe in your skin. And, And that's, wow, that's incredibly freeing and sane it almost enhances sanity and fosters sanity and clarity in people that you're around because you're not afraid of their mood you're not afraid of their thinking not afraid you know and I thank you love and and I think and I think it's from that place that I feel able to then show up as a person who can remind people that they're free and loved because because I'm I know that I'm safe within myself to do that so that's where that sole purpose can then show up it's safe to show up wow wow so what are some of the ways in which you express that uh, conversation with people about soul, soulful purpose. What are some of the ways that you do? Well, that? I think that this is the first time that I've ever had a conversation about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this way, I show up. I I show up and talk about it this way. I guess. So is this an intentional, my desire is to show up more in this way and the exploration of the ways in which you might do that? I think so, definitely. Like I see it, Uh I see it as an ongoing journey of learning for me. Like I don't, I don't feel like I'm there yet. Like I don't feel like I've hit the pinnacle of, of understanding and my, you know, my life will never improve from this point onwards. I see myself as going through that process of learning as well. Um, uh-huh. So, so I guess that yeah, this is this is a part of the development of me learning how I can show up and share that message. Um, definitely, yeah. So, one of the things that we were talking about this before we came onto the podcast is that how I see you showing up just on social media right just how i see you showing up there is that you're encouraging inspiring reminding people of their wisdom in 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 a number of ways actually so sometimes it's like um the 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 posts that you've put together um and the words and and the the vibe on that and sometimes it's you being funny and making little videos and laughing your head off and of the freedom of that so from where I am I'm like oh god you're already doing this thing and and that's just on your Mm -hmm. social media and um, you know how you're living in the world like you will already be doing this yeah 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 you will already be pointing people towards soulful purpose and uh, it, it, it's the you are loved and lovable message yeah isn't it? yeah irregardless of circumstance or experience i think as well is really important yeah. um but yeah i guess i guess i 
I guess I do show up in that way already. Um, yeah. I just share my thoughts, I guess, and <laughs> I try not to put too much on how that affects or impacts anything outside of it just being a natural expression. Um, I think being being a creative person, I feel inspired to share my thoughts and feelings because I just I just know how I feel when I see something or read something or hear something that just resonates with that deeper part of myself and I enjoy being a part of that process and I enjoy being a part of that world of just being able to talk about how you feel I think it's it's less lonely and it just removes those feelings of being isolated with how you feel and feeling like you can't talk about your experience and so I feel inspired to share my experience for that reason and also because sometimes I just feel like I can't not say the things <laughs> that are happening inside my mind and to share my experience oh, yes. so there's it's not a compulsion as such but just like a, a desire to want to talk about my experience as a way of demonstrating that I'm free uh -huh. to do that uh, so uh -huh. so I think that's Absolutely. where the element of freedom comes in 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 just uh -huh. understanding that we're all free to share our voice and to talk about our experiences mm -hmm. and and that's kind mm -hmm. of regardless of how it's perceived as well like we just have this natural freedom mm -hmm. to always be expressive And so I kind of like to like to explore that as well. So if somebody was listening today and they were they were in a in a in a state of mind where they they think maybe they've got a purpose, but maybe they just don't know. They just don't know, but they'd like to find it. Or there's a sense of looking for purpose. What might you share with them? I would, I would, I would say just live your life and trust that if there is something that you as an individual are designed for or destined for or perfect for, that it will show up and you will know it. You will just know it in your heart and soul and mind and your entire being will just resonate with this sense of feeling truth and of just knowing that this is what you as an individual can do for the rest of your life and feel happy doing and just show up in the world in a really beautiful way. You will just know it. And I don't think I don't think you can I don't think you can find it outside of just living your life and just trusting that it will show up mm. and that you will know it when mm -hmm. it does. I think that's the only thing that I could say to anyone from my experience of understanding this. So even as you're saying that, I'm smiling as well. One of the things that I remember is, um, so I used to work in a, in a, in a fitness facility and um, one of the things that made me... Um, that I loved about it was um, the teaching and the coaching piece, and um, and then I saw this this job opportunity to work in a rehab as a fitness instructor. This is like 
must have been 1999, 2000. And um, I rang this uh, organization and they said, um, you need to be a qualified counselor. And I was like, who has the skill mix of counselor and fitness instructor? Like, I just thought that was like, like, wow, who has that? And they said, well, if you if you want to, you know, work in our rehab as a fitness instructor, that's what you have to have. So that just made, I said, you know what, that's what I'm going to do then. And I started, you know, the route to become a counsellor. I trained in um, oh, Leeds, nice. actually. Yeah, yeah. And um, oh, I love Leeds and I love York. But anyway, that's a digression. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so that's what I did. I, I, I went to college for a couple of years. Then I went to uni for a couple of years. And I got my counselling diploma. And um, started working in, in, in addictions. And I was listening to somebody yesterday asking the question of what is it that you can't not do and and I was just like you know for me the from looking at what I loved about the fitness the role I had in fitness was was the teaching and the coaching piece Uh I loved that I loved seeing people get from point A to point B point C and I love being part of that absolutely clear that they're doing the work but I'm part Uh of it so I love that and then um and then what I didn't want was was that to be in a soulless kind of place I didn't want it all to be about the aesthetic so putting fitness in a rehab made sense for the you know the mental health Mm -hmm. well-being benefits of that so when you say that you will know your thing you'll just know Mm -hmm. it you'll just know it you'll just know it and you'll you can look back at you can look back at your life, you can look back at some of the work that you've done, you can look back at the hobbies and the interests and the things that you're passionate about um, and and you'll see it resonating all the way through like there's, there's just a, a rhythm of probably probably not even so much the coaching bit but definitely that kind of teaching thing, I, I, I hoover up learning I hoover it up, I love it I love to learn and then I love to go and apply and test it out and so when you say you will know you will know you will know I'm like yeah girl you'll just know it you'll just know it (laughs) (laughs) but if you're listening to this thinking no I don't know I can't see it I can't find it then I would invite you to have a look back have a look back at some of the roles that you've done have a look at some of the things that you enjoy I would encourage you to have a notice of those times when you just come alive and you're not really thinking about anything other than doing what you're doing and everybody's got those moments right and it is it's it's a feeling and I think the only way that I could describe it is to say that it's feeling like you can be you can be completely yourself with nothing on it So I heard this new word, Shanine, um, the other day, and it's the word is intelliki, and okay. I think it's a Greek word. But the, but it basically, it, it's suggesting that that everything in life it, it has an intelliki, it has intelligence behind it. Everything, everything, everything. You know, um, acorns always become oak trees. Apple seeds always become apple trees. You know, people like yeah. there's an intelliki 
for you and there's an IntelliKey for me, um, uh, a blueprint, <laughs> if you like, that, that you know, mm, I would say that like, we're mm-hmm. born with this blueprint. Yeah. You know, it's could come down generations. It's it's a coding within us somewhere that when we're on that point in that space, resonance, yes. resonance, resonance. We just light up in a way that that nothing yeah. else lights us Absolutely. up like that. That's it. So thank you for joining us on the fifth episode of Saturday Soup for the Sister's Soul. Our audio became unsynchronized, if that's even a word, (laughs) at the end of the recording. So I had to lose it. So you didn't get to hear Shanine saying that she's going to come back and talk again about purpose and the journey from pain to power and resonance and being on purpose I really enjoyed listening to her I went back and listened to the audios a couple of times because just in a few short sentences sometimes you just catch an insight something that just resonates with you deeply you just know that something something about that is true and is accurate and when we are I guess in our purpose we're not really thinking about it that's what I notice when I'm being that thing and doing that thing that is my purpose I'm not thinking about purpose I'm just being and doing this thing that I seem to have some affinity and ability and capacity for so I really hope that you enjoyed today's conversation and that you have found it a nourishing bowl of Saturday soup we'll see you next week bye bye